Harris. This is the Heidi Harris Show podcast. I do this a couple of times a week. You can subscribe at iTunes, Heidi Harris Show. And obviously you can subscribe for free. And you can catch my live radio broadcast weekdays, 8 to 10 a.m. at 670 a.m. KMZQ in Las Vegas. Kind of a funny thing. Just a little aside this morning. If it sounds hollow as I'm doing this podcast, because I generally record them from my home, <laughs> I did something crazy over the weekend. I bought a set of drums. Now, I've been wanting to learn how to play drums for a really long time. I don't know if I have any promise, but I do tend to remember fills. Of course, you could argue almost everyone rem- remembers certain drum fills about various songs. So I don't know. We'll see. But what I didn't realize is when I put the set of drums in my office, and I haven't totally set them up yet, my office slash studio, I didn't realize that the drums would vibrate so much. So if this sounds a little hollow today, it's because the drums are in the same room. Now I put a blanket over the bass drum. I'm hoping that'll help a little bit, but (laughs) you know, this is a, you know, novice move. I guess most people who are broadcasters don't have drums in the same room with their broadcasting stuff. (laughs) So I'll try to fix that. And uh, hopefully the next broadcast or podcast will sound a little bit better. As I mentioned, you can catch me live weekdays, 8 to 10 a.m. at 6.70 a.m. KMZQ in Las Vegas. This is election eve, and I got to tell you, I talked to a political pundit friend of mine over the weekend who's been very involved with various campaigns for years. This is what he does professionally, and he says he has never seen it like this. Never. The Senate race, the governor's race, the attorney general's race, congressional races. I mean, Nevada is really an interesting state this year. And so I really don't know what to predict. Here's what I will predict. That regardless of what happens, it's not going to be this big red or blue wave. I don't think that'll happen. I think it's going to come down to the independents. There are a lot of independents in this particular year. A lot of them seem to be going right. I mean, listen, if I were an independent, forget about whether I was a Republican or a Democrat, right? If I were an independent and I could vote either way, and I was looking at what the Democrats are proposing, which is the same old, same old, Obamacare that practically is unaffordable for most people, in realistic terms it is, going back to taking away the tax cuts and all these kinds of things, the Democrats have nothing new to say. And Donald Trump, you may not like him, may not like the way he characterizes some things, but bottom line, the economy at this point is working. Now, You could argue that every president gets credit or takes the blame for the economy that largely started before he took office, and that's true in many cases. But I think when it comes to Donald Trump, a lot of what's happening with the economy is based on the confidence that Donald Trump has engendered in business owners. And that is not an Obama thing. I know Obama's running around the campaign trail trying to take credit for the economy. I don't think so. I don't think so. And he was just up in Indiana the other day where they make a lot of RVs and things like that. And people may forget a couple of years ago, he basically told these people he was going to try to put them out of work. They'd need to find other jobs because, you know, RVs and all that kind of stuff. That's bad, 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 bad. So bottom line, the Democrats have nothing new to offer. And if you're a Republican or an independent who suddenly has a job or things are looking up, the last thing you're going to do is go back to the Democrat policies. Now, on the other hand, there may be a lot of people who are still mad that Hillary Clinton didn't win, and they understand the only way to stop Donald Trump is not going to be impeachment. That's not going to happen. But they can possibly stop him by taking control of the House. And that's realistic. I don't know that that many people think it through. I really don't know. And a lot of the young people who really wanted Bernie, they may not care. They may not get off the couch. They might have for Bernie. They probably won't, probably didn't for Hillary, and they probably won't get out and vote midterms. They're just not that interested in what's going on. They don't care about the economy. A friend of mine was talking to me the other day about it. His daughter's in law school. And he said, eh, the kids don't really care about the economy. Why should they? They're in college. 
they're not paying their own bills. <laughs> That's what's so interesting about it. They don't really care that the economy is good or keeping the economy good, which of course could be bad for Republicans if they get out and vote. So I really don't have a lot of predictions this year uh, that are going to be clear cut. By Wednesday, we'll all be talking about it and we'll probably be astounded. In Nevada, you've got Laxalt and Sisolak. There's no contest. I mean, Steve Sisolak is a creep. He's an absolute creep, and he wants to take your guns, take your money, same old, same old. I mean, he's going to turn this into California East, which is a problem. Obviously, Laxalt, a conservative guy. Unfortunately, our current governor, our so-called rhino governor, doesn't want to pick somebody for this race, which I think is despicable, frankly. It really is. He should back the Laxalt. You know, as the governor of the state of Nevada, you are the highest-ranking Republican. And for him to stay out of the race, to me, just another example of what a sleazeball he is. So you've got Sisolak and Laxalt. The last numbers I saw were Laxalt leading by a little bit. But once again, it all comes down to turnout. You've got uh, Dean Heller and Jackie Rosen squeaking through. I don't know if Dean Heller is going to pull it out or not. You know, the culinary is huge. The culinary is going to get all their people out for Jackie Rosen. And we'll see if the Republicans go out and vote. I know a lot of Republicans are not thrilled about Dean Heller. They feel like he hasn't been on board with Trump from day one, which is true. Dean Heller's not a solid conservative about a lot of things that matter to conservatives. I'll tell you that. <laughs> we know that's true. But he's better than Jackie. And when it comes down to it, and I listen, I understand the people who are the purists don't want to reward somebody for not being a solid conservative. I get it. Believe me, I wish there were other choices. But Dean Heller is it in versus Jackie Rosen. And if you want to get more nominees on the Supreme Court, you're going to have to have Dean Heller. It's as simple as that. There is no choice. So then you've got that race. Now you've got Danny Tarkanian and Susie Lee. We'll see what happens with that. I still don't know. I have people who are telling me they predict Danny will lose. I don't know if he's going to win or lose at this point. I really don't know. It comes down to whether or not people are going to go out. And once again, Danny Tarkanian's in a tough situation because there are people on the right, and I know these people, and I've been out to events where uh, I've been speaking or other people have been speaking, and a lot of folks will groan when they hear Danny's name. I don't think that's true of all Republicans, but it is true of a segment of Republicans. Well, I would argue that you may not like Danny. Maybe you thought somebody else should have been the primary winner, but bottom line, he's the winner and it's him or Susie. That's it. You got to go vote for Susie. I mean, I like Danny myself, but there are a lot of people I know who have mixed emotions about it. Well, let's put him in the Congress and see what happens. And then of course you got Crescent Hardy, who wasn't always on board with Trump. And he's one of the good guys as far as I'm concerned. I don't know him very well, but he seems like a very decent person to me. And he's the kind of person who should be in Congress because he already has accomplished something in business. Whereas a lot of these people haven't done anything and they just want to get in Congress and spend the rest of their life in Congress or the Senate. And he's one of the good guys. So Crescent Hardy, I don't know that he'll win with against Horsford, but I hope so. And once again, this is all about turnout. Remember that there are probably several Democrats for every Republican who are going to get out and vote. And you've got to make your voice heard. Make the effort. You may be disgusted with the choices, and I've never really thrilled with all the choices either. But you have to get out and vote. But here's the final thing. We have to give this to God ultimately. Remember, God is in charge of our nation, not any politician. All right. So when it comes right down to it, you've got to pick the person you think most closely, most closely follows what you believe. You're not going to get somebody who's perfect. And that's just not going to happen no matter who they are. And unfortunately, a lot of Christians don't get out and vote because they get disgusted. They don't like the choices. Well, you know, the old joke is we're not electing the 
theologian in chief, and obviously we're not electing a president this time, but it's true. We're not going to elect somebody who's a pastor. And I got news for you. Even if a pastor ran for office, there are plenty of Christians on all sides, liberal ones, conservative ones, on all sides who may not vote for somebody, even if he was a theologian. So let's put that aside for a second. But Christians don't tend to vote as much as they should. I was talking to somebody the other day about a an election that was in North Carolina where Christians, like one in 10 Christians, got out to vote and somebody really terrible got elected as a result of this a couple of years ago. That shouldn't happen. Christians have to at least participate. Yes, God's in charge ultimately. I get that. But we have an incredible privilege here in America to vote and we really need to do our civic duty. And then just sit back and give it to God. But at least you've done what you can do. It's like living your life. You know, you know that God's ultimately in charge of everything, but you still have a responsibility to live your life as unto the Lord. Live your life as God would want you to live it. Do the best you possibly can, and then you give the rest to God because bad things are going to happen when you're a good person, and bad things are going to happen when good people go out and vote. There's corruption. There are always allegations of voter fraud or voting machines that don't work and things like that. Listen, our Secretary of State, I've known her for 22 years. I got news for you. She is not going to allow any kind of voter fraud that she knows about. She'll do everything she can to prevent it. But there has been election tampering as long as we've had elections in America since, oh, I don't know, 1790. There's always been something that goes on, which is all the more reason that you need to get out as a Republican and not just stay home and be disgusted. You need to get out and vote for these people because a vote for sitting home on your couch is a vote for the bad guy. But you have to give it to God ultimately. And I know there are a lot of people who are just so upset about this or that group being in office and they're just hysterical. And they have PTSD. I saw a story the other day that said people have PTSD from 2016. Really? Then you need to get out and take a walk. You need to get away from the cable news, get away from everything, go take a walk, get some perspective on your life, do what you can and give the rest to God and know that most of what happens in your life is a direct result of the bad decisions or good decisions you make to live your own life. Yes, politicians have an impact on us. There's no question about it. But ultimately, most of what goes on in your life is within your control and the decisions that you make. There's a happy note, right? Join me for the Heidi Harris Show weekdays, 8 to 10 a.m. at 670 a.m. KMZQ in Las Vegas. That's a live show, of course. And subscribe to this podcast at Heidi Harris Show at iTunes. Also go to HeidiHarris.com, my website where I put these podcasts. And I also put uh, blog posts and information about my book. You can pick up my brand new book. It's called Don't Pat Me on the Head. And people are really liking it. And I thank you all for that. Until we meet again, remember, you were created for a purpose. Here's Tony Scott.